following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. Uh, Todd, Denise, and I are here with uh, our producer, three-time Emmy Award nominee but never a winner, Cal Hunter. Ouch. Um, and if those of you don't know, Todd Cunin is a former prosecutor in Tennessee and in California, and he is a current attorney in his own practice that handles uh, criminal defense cases. Denise is a family law attorney. I do personal injury. Uh, but we think we know uh, lots, and we talk about lots. But uh, remember, Radio Law Talk is a neutral, um, uh, basically a neutral radio show that we try to present both sides. Whether you're left or right or middle, it doesn't matter. We're going to argue bo- both or all sides. So uh, those of you who want to argue uh, with us, 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet it at Radio Law Talk. And during the times that you're listening to our podcasts on www.radiolawtalk.com. Is this getting ugly? I'm getting so, so many plugs on us, but I want to make sure you go to there. You can, you can go to any podcast you want. And here's the cool thing about our website. You could put up in the search issue, you can search a topic and it'll take you to our segment what segment and what date we talked about that, and you can listen to it. Isn't that cool? So if you want to hear about Johnny Depp, you know, or hear about Taylor Swift lawsuit, or uh, or Stairway to Heaven lawsuit, you just type Stairway to Heaven, and you can find all the podcasts that we, uh, or live shows that we put on podcasts, and it's really cool. Um, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of interesting things. Epstein there. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theory type person, but <clears throat> let me tell you. The Epstein family hired a very well-known pathologist and uh, <clears throat> that used to be the New York uh, City's, um, oh, what is it? I just spent The Corner. The Corner. And yeah, he had a yeah. show on HBO for a while. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And this guy's very well-known. He's 85 years old, and is his opinion, this was not an accident at Epstein or uh, a suicide. He believes there's at least enough evidence to possibly show that uh, he was uh, strangled in some way by someone else. So, and not not that he hung himself, but that I, he was homicidal, strangled. Man, manually, yes. Injuries consistent with his head being forced down across something. Yeah, there, we're, and we're going to get into that and see why, you know, what the evidence is showing and, and what's going to happen. Uh, we're also going to talk about what is this purse called, Denise? I don't follow this. I don't. What kind oh. of purse is it called? It's oh, a Hermes. Oh, Hermes. What is a Hermes purse? Well, it's by a very popular fashion right. designer. Okay. And is it Hermes, the the designer? Yes. Oh. And and the designer. We're talking about these are purses that are investment purses. Okay. So I know a lot of women that invest in purses because they gain value with time. This is one of those types gotcha. of purses, and they cost about thirty thousand wow. dollars uh, when you first invest. Wow! So what? they invest in purses. We're gonna, we're, we're thirty. That what? Yes. Oh yeah, a purse, yeah. and one sold for three hundred eighty-five thousand. That's right. Oh, if on. the older wow. they are and the better condition they're kept in, the more value they have. Um, you know. In the future. Cal, guess what? Now, nobody can laugh at you for buying purses. Oh, come on. No, you can actually get purses now, Cal. <laughs> and he right. matches his shoes every time with his purse. I feel purse. so much of a belt, shoes, purse. It's a very very coordinated look I have. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. And then we're going to talk about T-shirt printing. Is it constitutionally protected to not print what you want in that shirt? If someone walks in your T-shirt... You know, in you your gotta, company, yeah, right? Yeah, company, yeah. Do you have to print what they want you to print? And uh, the the Supreme Court talks about that. We're going to discuss that. And then we're going to talk about a case or no case. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. We are not giving you legal advice. And the most important thing that everybody loves is the case or no case. Cal is ready to roll the case or no case. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! You know me, I'm always ready. 
now to the great state of Idaho. This one starts off with this. I love Idaho. I'm going to interrupt. Yeah. I love. Isn't that a beautiful state? I was born there. I love I Idaho know you were myself. Born. Isn't yeah, it a gorgeous state? It is so pretty and. Oh, so I've never f- been to Idaho. Oh, oh my gosh. You're missing out. You're missing. No, I, it's on my bucket list. You really are. Mis- I, I will get there. And Cal, guess what? This is true. This is where Cal Hunter, we're talking about Idaho, got his start. In television. That's right. And he was actually the the lead newscaster. It was an NBC station, or uh, was it CBS in Idaho Falls, and then the yeah. ABC. After I left the CBS, went to the yeah, ABC so, for yeah. years. So that's, and that that's, was yeah, back that's... when you were a handsome young. Uh, yeah, and that was a long time ago. Trust me. Anyway, so now I take you to the great state of Idaho. Notice <laughs> he moved on from that. <laughs> yes, quickly. yes, yes. The gem state, where this this is an aviation story that has a tragic uh, story to it. The Idaho Department of Fish and Game signed a contract with a helicopter company to go out and do a fish survey. And of course, with the fish survey, there's somebody writing down numbers and they're looking down in the lakes and seeing how many fish are there and so on. So one of the guys on the survey opens up a door to the heli- oh, helicopter. It blows the, the, his clipboard out of his hand into the tail rotor. The chopper crashes and three people perish. The surviving family members thought, sought counsel because they said to us themselves, hey, this was under contract to the state. We want to sue the state for wrongful term, not the more shallow pockets helicopter contractor. And so, Denise, it's your turn for us to start with you. I ask you, case or no case? Okay. Um, this theory of suit would be based upon negligent and whether or not there was a duty owed to the um, the riders in the helicopter. Um, and was it foreseeable that a person could lose a clipboard and it would fly into the tail rotor and kill three um, helicopters, right? Is that the right analysis? Three individuals. Yeah, it, in the right, not helicopters. Yeah. The individuals in the helicopters. Yeah, right. Okay. So, the gem state. I think that this is not a case. Okay. Fred Penny, what say you? I'm conflicted on this thing. By the way, I we have helicopter cases going on right now that we're that I'm involved in. So yeah. I'm I don't know if I want to comment. I'm not quite sure. I'm always involved in some sort of lawsuit, but. Uh, um. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I, there's no conflict the, here that I can I can generally talk about. But I just say, and it's like the answer is yes, they can be held liable. Yes, it's a case, uh, and that's all I'm going to say. So, we'll move so on. the question is, would it be the the contractor or the state? All the above. Be held liable? All the above. Okay. Oh, that was the question. Well, I think ultimately it's what we were asking. Yeah. The all contractor, the, the state. I and thought yes, the families decided to sue the state instead of the contractor. Well, they were wondering if they could. I, I didn't say it was a case. I'm saying they're wondering if they could sue the state There's, rather than the contractor. And every state's okay. different. There's rules in when you have to file a claim against a government entity. There's all these particular rules you have to follow. But uh, I'm going to say both can be liable, and they can sue both. And it's a real case. I don't know the outcome. Mr. Cunin, what say you, my friend? It sticks out in my mind from a previous case or no case, one we've done over the last two years, that we have covered somehow state liability involving the state of Idaho. And it sticks out also in my mind that they are would be unable to sue the state of Idaho for some reason. So I'm going to say that this is a scenario that's actually happened, and they are unable to sue the state of Idaho. They are only allowed to go after the helicopter company because of some quirk in the law. Which we don't know the law because yeah, we don't I, practice I don't, I don't, in Idaho. It just sticks out in my mind that that that, so that is So does that mean a happened. case or no case? That's so, why I get confused. Yeah. By so this. I mean, I, I I think that I think that there is a case. The case is limited to the helicopter company. I think they recover against the helicopter company, but they are unable to recover anything or even file against the state. I say they do file against the state, but it just depends. Every yeah. state's different. So, so you're saying yeah. case, but they don't file against the state. Case, case they, and they do yep. file against states, and I said no case. All right, fair enough. Well, we'll have the answer for you coming up here in just a little bit on Radio Law Talk. If you have any thoughts, you're welcome to use our Twitter account. You can call us if you'd like as well. Let's see if we can take your answer there. That would be cool. Yeah, 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. We'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk 
is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and bailing company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Chris, can you put the video game controller down for a second? I can talk and play. Oh, I'm totally annihilating this punk kid in Nebraska. I just feel like you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2! Well, you know, you still ride your skateboard to work, there's the comic book collection, the race car bed. Look, I'm young at heart, but I put money to my 401k every paycheck. I picked up a few savings tips at feedthepig.org. I have control of my financial life now, and that feels pretty grown up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. For free ideas and easy tips on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. So, I bet I look like a grown up to you now. Well, except for the footy pajamas, I'd have to agree. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. All right, case or no case, we already went through. It's an Idaho case where an unfortunate accident occurred where a helicopter went down and uh, three people perished, and it was... uh, uh, the government that hired someone to count the fish, and they somehow lost their clipboard, went back, hit the tail rotor, went down. Can you sue the government also, not just the person who or the company that uh, was flying 
the helicopter? And the question and the answer was, Denise, you said yes. No case. No case. Todd, you said yes, it is a case, but they do not win against the government. They, they cannot bring one and against I the government. And I said that, that it, I don't know the answer of that, but the answer is yes, they can sue the government, but there are certain rules and regulations they have to follow and time, time periods, and they can also sue the contractor. Right. So for those of you who say this was, in fact, a case, may I see why? That would be Uh-oh. Fred and Todd. <laughs> hmm. Well, all I can say is, yes, we did it. Woohoo! I got one point. I know I got one point. Yep. So now the question is, the ultimate question was, who was the statutory employer and therefore who had the greatest liability in the case? Greatest liability contract? or liability at all? Well, the, the, okay. the court agreed that the Idaho Department of Fish and Game was the pilot's statutory employee and as such Ooh. was was on the hook for any tort liability. Fred Penny. Fred got Penny it. nailed it. Nailed it. Interesting. Fred Penny, who does personal injury, but said, uh, yeah. But I, I thought you said you didn't know the outcome. No, I don't, so I don't know, but I said they should be able to. They said, the, the question is, were they able to sue? And I said, yes, they're able to sue the government and the contractor. But the That's contractor got off the hook. The, the fishing game department <laughs> on the hook, no pun intended for a tragedy. Next hour, I will take you to Florida. And that is All case right. or no case. Kath, give me two. Give Todd one, me two. Denise, you're falling behind. Let me tell you the embarrassing part, Denise. If you fall behind Todd, that's embarrassing. Well, you know what? I just have to wait. It's only a matter of time. There'll be um, a double or nothing, and I'll be gone, and I'll be ahead. So That's just true. a matter of time. Yeah, well. that, that was very tactful. Translated, if you give Todd enough time, he will eventually <laughs> shoot himself in the foot. That's so, exactly right. Yes. All right. Well, thanks, and, Cal. And, and the opportunity to wager double points. Yes. <laughs> yes. You want to comment on her, uh, uh, her, Hermione's? Is it? Oh, no. Hermes. <laughs> Hermes. 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 Hermione, yes, it's Hermione the, uh, purses. Hermes. I, it's I don't a Harry purses. Potter purse, and uh, you know. Eight five five Law Radio, or what is it? What's the actual uh, phone number, Denise? You know the number. Eight five 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 two nine seven two three four. Okay. Call us. What is a? This is an investment purse. I'm sorry, but I'm not into purses. Tell us. Denise, and we're not saying because you're a woman, we're not being any sexist here, but you understand and know about this stuff. Todd, do you? Yes or no? No. Neither do I. Cal, do you know about these purses? Yes or no? I've heard the name before, but I know nothing about the purses, and if my wife ever came home with one, now I would cast an eye sconce wondering who actually made that copy she brought home. (laughs) Or you might say, it cost us $30,000, you mortgaged the house. And then later, like three years later, when she sells it for three hundred grand, you go, "Good girl, you're right, yeah. dear, you're right again." <laughs> Tell me about these, Denise. Well, this in particular was a pink Hermes bag, and believe it or not, people stand in line, sign up to buy these bags, and they wait sometimes well over a year or two years to even get these bags. Wow. They're um, they're beautifully made. Um, because they are investment purses, they run high in cost, but they're very unique, and you can tell a Hermes bag from any other bag, for sure. So what happened? Um, this woman was in the Alpine Country Club, and she uh, had her bag on the table, and there was a waiter that came over to pour red wine at her table for her and her husband. Not only did the waiter pour red wine on her and her husband but the waiter also got her hermes bag and Uh from the picture it looks like it made the bag um soften on the top and fall in and does not keep its shape anymore which means now this bag is permanently damaged and it's never going to be worth more than what she ever paid for it um so she was trying to resolve this for a while with the alpine country club and after almost a year of trying to resolve it she finally had to file suit and even the the woman's insurance company wouldn't pay for it because it's over that $7,500 limit on personal property, and she didn't have it specifically individually insured, and even the country club's insurance company refused to pay for it. And they said, we don't believe a purse can ever have this kind of value. But here's the deal. I'm with them. Well, no, listen to me. I'm going to disagree with you, Cal. Now, now, hear me out. You're a country club. Now, what is foreseeable? You're a ritzy country club. 
is it foreseeable that someone's going to walk in with a very expensive dress or a very expensive bag? Now, just truthfully tell me, do you believe that, Cal, yes or no? In a country it's club, foreseeable. sure. Yeah. Okay, sure, okay. Yeah, now, course, if this yeah. is McDonald's, sure. maybe a different story. Is that foreseeable? Yes. So that's the first thing that they've passed. The second thing is, did the individual or the waiters negligently spill this red wine on them and you know he might were, they, were the customers that they owed a duty to yes and then did the was the, the waiter negligent but the question isn't was it the country club negligent in hiring the waiter well the well here's no 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 that's that's not that's the analysis we don't look at okay they are if they are an employee working in their capacity and doing what they're supposed to be doing, the country club's going to be negligent for that employee's act. And that's what's going on. So let me finish. Was that foreseeable? Is that for- That's exactly yeah. Is that foreseeable that a her... Hermes, I'm going to call it Hermione's from now on. A Hermione's bag. <laughs> Harry Potter bag. <laughs> was going to be in that country club. And, and my answer would be simply absolutely yes. Yeah. The fact that there's Bentleys and Maseratis and Ferraris parked outside country clubs, that's foreseeable. So my answer to this is I think they're going to win. That is the people who own the bag. Todd. Do, does it have to even be foreseeable that it's a Hermes bag, or does it have to be foreseeable that a waiter may spill wine on any kind of bag right. and under the kind of eggshell plaintiff? Look, if it's an expensive bag, by the way, I'm on eBay right now. Yeah, I am. Two hundred and fifty-five thousand bucks for a Hermes bag. Yeah, yeah I got one that's fifty. Uh, the, so far, the bid's fifty-one thousand. I'm thinking of going in on fifty-one five. The, the only <laughs> way a bag's worth that much is when I pick it up. It's got two hundred and fifty-five thousand stuffed inside of it. Is that no, the asking these, price or what they're selling for? That's the bid. That's the bid price on oh eBay. My. Goodness. The, Ur- oh, the Hermes heavens. brand is the one that did the Birkin bag, you guys. Oh, good heavens. All right, we're going to be back. This is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. 
It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life, majestic and grand. They clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo, but first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti consilius purpurium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd, Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. We're going to talk about what I think is the most interesting thing this uh, day that we're going to talk about, which is the Epstein autopsy uh, is more consistent, according to an expert, with homicidal strangulation than suicide. And I, I we you, we lay both sides out on Radio Law Talk, but I, I am not a conspiracy theorist type of person. But you just listen to the following things I want to lay out. Now, just hear me out, everybody, and listen and write this down. First thing is, okay, ready for this? First thing is, the day that he was uh, supposedly uh, hung himself on August 10th, okay, the security had experienced basically a breakdown of procedure during that time period. Number one, the two guards that were supposedly working the prison happened to allegedly fall asleep. Both guards, not one, both guards. And their normal 30-minute rounds were more than three hours that it took instead of the 30-minute round. Interesting, interesting. And oh, by the way, the security cameras that, that I guarantee you that are top-notch, that are watched, that are taken care of, for one of the first times in a long time, had malfunctioned. Those malfunction hmm. also. Hmm. And uh, he had been taken off suicide watch. And, and there is the argument that his lawyers asked him to be taken off suicide watch. There's that argument back and forth. Okay, that's the third thing. And now we've got this expert forensic pathologist that went on Fox that was hired by the Epstein family because they said that they're not getting enough answered that is finding that is very unlikely in his opinion that he could have done this himself. Uh, and, the, and we get into all the details, and we'll talk about it, the fractures and the way the fractures occurred. Or the hyoid bone. Right, yeah, right. which is more like the, uh, the Adam's apple is what they call. Right. Um, and, and basically, this expert is an 85-year-old man who has a, was a former um, uh, uh, 
God, I just keep forgetting the word for New York. The um, medical examiner, exact corner, the corner. Yeah, the the corner. Oh, I can't remember the corner word yeah. for New York. And he has tons of experience. And he said in 50 years, he has not seen something like this in 50 years. Uh, that that was, you know, a let's call a, a self-inflicted suicide. That's a wide-ranging amount of time for a very experienced guy, yes. it seems to me. And, and so, so guess what? Add all that up, and I am, an, again, not a conspiracy theorist. I, I'm the dog with the whistle <laughs> that you blow the whistle. You turn, your, you turn your head. Denise and Todd, am I off, or do you think that I'm on something there? Well, look, the, everything that you have said are things that are actually associated with this case. You can't deny the fact that the guards were asleep and late doing their rounds, and there's no video footage, and the uh, report of this new person comes back that the injuries are consistent with homicide, not suicide. You have all of this that's pointing in a certain direction. The problems we, we don't know, we, we don't have the smoking gun, if you will, but you also can't bury your head in the sand and say that none of this stuff makes sense. There, there, at some point in time, there are too many coincidences for something to be purely coincidental, and that's what this case is starting to feel like. And that's when you get to motive. Who has a motive to see him dead? Is this a political assassination, or is this a financial one? Um, there were lots of people behind uh, Epstein who would not want to see Epstein testify and who would not want to see the trials against Epstein happen because the witnesses would testify and implicate other persons as well. So there could be a financial uh, component to this. You've got a member of the royal family. You have a possible allegations of Bill Clinton traveling with him. There are all kinds of individuals who do not want that witness list to come out. Or and it's, it's, yeah, and Trump. And Trump it's not, yeah, it's, it's Trump, not Trump de- Democrat, Republican issue. No, no, no. no it, it's, it's both. It's all over the pretty place. Pretty wide ranging. Yeah. yeah. That's why I say I'm not just, I don't feel it's political as much as it's financial. I feel like if you follow the money that we're going to find Wait a minute. the answer. I've got the answer. I figured it out. I was just saying, it just came to me. Boom. An epiphany. The Democrats and Republicans agreed on one thing. Let's get rid of him. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's also yeah. they, re- they agreed Executive on Executive order, execution order. Oh. Yeah. But, but Hillary Clinton was on a late night show, and the and the host looked at her and said, "So how did you do it?" You know, I mean, this, I mean, it was a joke. It was just teasing her. But how did you do this? How did you get rid of him? You know, and and oh, and, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's, yeah. Uh, oh, Noah. Be- uh, oh, I can't think of the name. But anyway, he has a late night show. Is it the guy for from the Daily Show? He took over for John Stewart. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And he said, wow. so, so how Gordon? did you do it? And then Gordon. he asked him what it was like to feel like being the whipping boy for the left. And I said, that's President Trump. He's the whipping boy for the right. It's all, you know, it's all yeah. good, right? But but it was a curious thing. Huh. He looked right at her and said, so how did you do it? <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and you talk about the finances here. That that's a question that has arisen. As people start to ask, we, we've all been told that Jeff, uh, Epstein, the the wealthy the wealthy financier, the the person who made his money by helping other people invest and do their money, and then you start to peel the onion on that, and there's a question about, well, where's his license? There is a claim that he lost it in the twin towers. I, I find it hard to believe there was no digital copy somewhere, but so that was gone. Well, who was investing their money with? We don't have a lot of information on that. How is it that he? I mean, he said he was a billionaire. It turns out he was only worth a half a billion. But how did he get that half a billion? How did he afford two islands in the Caribbean? Uh, how, how did he? Or in the Virgin Islands? How did he afford all of this? And somehow, my my gut feeling is. He knows how the money was moved around, and, and somebody did not want him. If, if, it, if it is true, I agree with you. It's finances. Somebody did not want him to be able to give any information about where money is because he was all out of bargaining chips. He, he wasn't going to get a sweetheart deal like he got in 2008. He wasn't going to be able to go and do house arrest at his office where his secretary could go ahead and have people shuffled in and out all the time. People were turning away from him. He was they wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot cattle prod. And finances are probably the only bargaining chip he had left to try to 
use with the FBI to get some sort of a deal, even if you're just using that to make sure that you get sent to a place where you're not going to be attacked by other inmates. It's the only thing he had left, and I think that scared people. I think the only way we'll ever find out is when we find Jimmy Hoffa's body. That's good. <laughs> when we find right. Jimmy Hoffa's right. body, we'll figure this out. And something. That, but we're going to be following this. This I think this is going to go on forever, and I think it'll be one of those never know. And it'll be a movie, and it'll be a, a, a they'll do a, a special on it. And, There's an expression. He knows where all the bodies are buried, metaphorically speaking. And I think there may be some logic to that. Well, I think think he paid people off back in 2008, and that's the money. I think they have to start there. Well, I tell you what's more important than that is uh, what is the number one candy passed out in Halloween (laughs) in Idaho, Cal? What's the number one candy? Idaho Spud Bar. Nope, it's Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. No, there's my guy. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Okay, what about Oklahoma? What is Oklahoma, the number one... Number one candy passed out in Oklahoma. Go. Chocolate-covered Sooner Nuggets. Oh, no, no, no. No, I think that would be... Uh, Close enough. Well, who's there, who, who does Oklahoma not like? Uh, Texas. Texas. It would be yeah. Texas Nuggets. Go ahead. What, I'm going to say Reese's again. Reese's Cal. I would say I'm going to go back to the Jolly Rancher. Hot Tamales. Oh. Hot oh. Tamales are the number one. And guess who else loves hot tamales that's the number one? Pa- Nebraska. Hot tamales are the number one candy passed out in Halloween wow. in Nebraska. And you know what? I, I got it. Here's an interesting one for me. Utah. Uh, let's see. It's Utah. interesting for a reason. I, I just kind of uh, – Utah. Bit of honey? Nope. Um, let me think for a second here. Payday. Payday. (laughs) Let me tell you. Flavored water packets. Flavored water packets. (laughs) Peanut butter M&M's. I love peanut butter M&M's. I just, I I will eat a peanut butter M&M any day over any other Are peanut butter M&M's their answer to Reese's Pieces? Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know. And you just tell yourself, don't worry, it's all protein. You know, uh, (laughs) interesting anecdote. You know what put Reese's Pieces on the map? E.T.? No. The movie E.T., because that was his favorite food, and Spielberg wanted to use M&M's, and the M&M's folks said, we think this will be too scary, so they said no. One so week. Reese's Pieces wins. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do one, one more before you go, but we're going to talk about the Kentucky Supreme Court uh, talking about whether or not uh, a individual has to print what someone wants to at their T-shirt company. Oh, really quick. Number one in San Antonio, Texas, the city. M&M's, San Diego M&M's. We'll be back. This is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. We'll continue with the program momentarily. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life, majestic and grand. They clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how you can help. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't have bothered to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. I like that show. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show. In Lexington, Kentucky, there is a t-shirt store called Hands On. And apparently in in 2012, they had a gay pride festival in Lexington. And uh, a gay individual came in and wanted them to print T-shirts for the Gay Pride Festival or uh, something to do with the Gay Pride Festival. And this individual that owned, the, owned uh, Hands-On said, sorry, I, I, I will not print. That goes against my principles, and I will not print a T-shirt. And religious beliefs, specifically. And religious beliefs. Well, he kind of said more of his principles, but it's a religious issue, too. Uh, you know, we, we've got, we've definitely got a First Amendment issue here. And that's the problem, is between the, you know, it's balancing here uh, between First Amendment and a person's rights. Um, um, so, so um, the state, the state's Human Rights Commission came down on them, the company, and said, you violated the ordinance that um, that says basically you got to treat everybody equally. It's called the Human Rights Commission there. And apparently there's uh, human rights commissions in a number of states. Uh, you violated the city ordinance, which is barring discrimination based on sexual orientation in employment, housing, and public accommodations. So they went ahead and the commission ruled against the company and ordered them to print these T-shirts and to attend diversity training. They appealed the decision, and all the courts have sided with the T-shirt company. Now, here's the interesting part. Everyone's like, okay. Now, don't forget, this occurred with the, what's the famous case? It's the cake case, right? Yes. And that was out of Colorado where the U.S. Supreme Court sided with the baker that says you do not have to bake a cake. Basically, you don't have to bake a cake that goes against your religious beliefs because it's it's the question is, is it – 
Is it a more personal thing? Like, like you're like, in other words, it's an art form. That was the issue. A baking a cake and making a cake is an art form because they make it certain ways, and and therefore you don't have to to uh, make any art that goes against your religious belief. Now let's back up. What's interesting here is not necessarily that the T-shirt company won, but how they won. They won on a technicality. Denise, tell us about this technicality that they won on. Well, the technicality involves their expression of of their uh, an artistic work. So in their making of these T-shirts, they come up with ideas, and it involves them using their own personal artistic um, expression, and that's where the court said we can't that. Artistic expression wins over the gay rights to have a T-shirt, in other words. So you're talking about when you have two different competing constitutional rights and they hit up against each other. And um, the court did not decide the broader issue of whether serving gay people would be a violation of the Constitution as opposed to doing artistic impression. There was also an even more basic technicality that the court decided this on, which is, look, if you're going to file a lawsuit against somebody, you have to have a thing called standing, which means you're the one that was affected, not on behalf of somebody else. You have to be the one that's affected. And the Kentucky Supreme Court said the organization that filed this was not the one who was denied. The person who placed the order that was denied by the t-shirt shop should have been the one that filed the lawsuit. And because of that, we, we can't really do the analysis that Denise talked about because we don't have the person that was aggrieved here. And, and that's where you, you read a headline like this, one of the headlines that I'm looking at, Kentucky Supreme Court dismisses claim against print shop owner who refused to make gay pride t-shirt. Well, anybody that thinks that that the person that was refused, not the owner, that thinks the owner was wrong is going to read this and think, oh, my gosh, the Kentucky Supreme Court thinks it's okay to discriminate uh, based on that. When you really got to peel the onion, they just, no, we just need the right person here. Okay, dumb question. A lot of stores have a blanket disclaimer when you go in. We reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. Yes. What does that mean? Any, I mean, I know what it means. I know the intent. Sure. L- l- I does can... that kind of stuff give you any? I mean, if you said, look, it says right here, I can refuse service well, to you if I wish. Well, let me comment on that. Like so, no shoes, no shirt, no service. And right? that's exactly <laughs> right. That's the issue is, and that's where there's this conflict between the First right. Amendment and, uh, you know, a person's right to be not discriminated against because of sex or race or, you know, gender, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where the courts are struggling to balance that with the exception of the cake case that the United States Supreme Court clearly came down and said, now again, this may not apply to all businesses, but a cake business is an artistic business. Therefore, I think the Supreme Court got it right by saying you can't make individuals who make something artistic to do something against their religion or their beliefs. Now, if it's just print, if it's just selling, let's say this. Just selling a T-shirt. Selling a T-shirt with nothing on it, saying I'm a gay and I want to walk in and I want to buy. I'm not, I'm not gay by the way, but I'm just saying if a person says that, says I'm gay and I want to buy 42 white T-shirts, and the store owner says, no, I don't. My religious beliefs say that. I don't believe in, in, in homosexuality or, or, or your lifestyle, that's when there becomes an issue because it's not artistic and it's not, they're just discriminating straight up because of the person's sexual orientation. Right, and that's, that's where the where, two constitutional rights butt up but, against uh, each yes. other. Yes, go ahead, Tom. So, so I, I want to go back to Cal's question really quickly about, you know, we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. What does that mean anymore if this can happen? And, and what that means is... Look, yeah, you can refuse service to anyone so long as the basis for the refusal is not because of that person's membership in a protected class. So you can refuse service to anyone, but not if the reason you're refusing service to them is because of the color of their skin 
or because of it. The same thing is true in employment. Or just because they're in that protected class. The same thing is true in employment. For example, California is is employers, absent anything else, generally speaking, can hire and fire employees anytime they want. As long as the reason for not hiring or firing an employee is not because you did it because of the color of their skin or because of their religion or because of so, their, their sex, membership their in a, their membership their in age. a protected right. class. So yes, mm-hmm. those those are fine. Those notices are fine and you can do that. But if they can come back and prove that the reason you didn't serve them was because of their membership in a protected class, then there's liability. And and that's and that's where we get into the this is competing against other issues, you know, my, my right to religion, religious freedom, my right to speech uh, is conflicting with their right to get this. I, I've, al- I've often wondered this, though. You know, I remember there was a case against a uh, florist who didn't want to provide flowers for the gay wedding because they said it went against their religious principles. And it, the florist one kind of got me because I remember thinking, well, you probably believe in the Ten Commandments, and there's that one about not committing adultery. And I wonder how many times you've delivered flowers to the paramour of the married individual, but you delivered those to the person who was not his spouse, and you had no problem taking the money for that. Knowingly. And, and you had no problem doing this. Or if you're a jewelry store, you had no problem buying the keepsake necklace for the mistress when you knew that wasn't the spouse and it just it's all over the map I mean, when you start to get into what you do believe and don't believe the only thing that we can really guarantee with all this is what a sticky wicket no there's always going to be a lawsuit yeah. always going to be a lawsuit always hence my dad said to go be a lawyer you know, yeah. there's a reason that's we're lawyers so <laughs> but you know that that that's we're going to follow this and but the i what i liked about it was kentucky the the, the court's like well, we'll just step aside from this yeah. and say, up, oh, you you have no standing. And what's interesting is I wonder why they didn't bring in the individual to sue on their behalf. A lot of times these these groups um, that represent like gay pride or, or something like that, they will bring that individual and that person's name will be on the front. Maybe that person said, I, I don't want to get into this. Now, assuming the statute of limitations hasn't run, is can they go back and refile the complaint with the person? As the court That's has a said. question. That's a question. Hey, join us uh, our third hour. We're going to talk about a lot of fun things. We're going to do another case or no case, and it's about Todd, Denise, and I competing. And, Cal, you always have good case or no cases. Thank you. And we'll be right back. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you have any questions. Thanks for turning on Radio Law Talk. If your current radio station doesn't carry all three hours, call them up and ask them why not. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.